Hello, welcome to the Smarticle Podcast. Each day on the show, we take an interesting idea or topic and dissect it. All we ask of you is that you give us 15 minutes so that we can entertain you. And maybe, just maybe, you might learn something new. We might actually go 10 seconds of silence before we start the Smarticle Podcast today, because I certainly need it to deal with Brandon. Here's your five seconds of silence. Here's the headline. Do you know where your kids go every day? And as Zoomer explains her generations of malaise to older generations, Ricky Schlott is an author. John Haidt is a professor. They run the After Babel Substack. From them, quote, we've been writing about Gen Z without hearing from Gen Z. So they're doing a series called Voices of Gen Z. All right, Brandon, do you have a point to make? No, I, I'm curious what you think the general idea of this article is, Larry. Yeah, well, let's let's just have a little tiny bit of it. Let's dig right in. There's, I would give on the woke wagon meter, young Ricky Schlott is the article we're really going to be focusing on. We're sort of got two articles here, but we're going to be focusing yes. on the second article, which is really good. Yes. She's young. She's like 24, but really, really wise. I really liked her. I have no idea where she stands. Probably more woke than Waga, but who knows? But really solid writer for sure. She seems like, after you mentioned that, the perfect person to be a voice of Gen Z, Brandon. Yeah, I would think so. All right. So let's read a smidge. Everything that matters has been devalued for Zoomers, leaving behind a generation with gaping holes where the foundations of a meaningful life should be. They're desperately grasping for alternative purpose-making systems, all of which fall short. Nearly half of teens agree with statements that my life is not useful, I do not enjoy life, and I can't do anything. Some sentiments from Zoomers that I found in this article that were interesting. Love. Monogamy is so outdated. Community. I have enough friends online. And lastly, country. I'm embarrassed to be an American. So it's hard to read this article for me and not feel like the next generation is going to dig us out of this giant problems that we're facing for mankind, because to me, it was like a pretty bleak article about Zoomers and their stance in life. Is that, you think, what the main point of the article is? I mean, that, that's that's what I took out of it. Okay, I, I just want to make sure I don't take okay, you good. down a nuanced good. rabbit hole. We've talked about a lot on the show about Gen Z and Gen Alpha and the fact that they are raised in a different world than we are. And she talks about that a great deal, about the idea that they came of age with a smartphone. She talked yeah. about it. She was born in 2000. By the time she was 10, she had a always smartphone. Had always had a, and, and has always had it. And the main premise that she makes, and I think her general discussion to the world is parents. Uh, the last part of this article was really profound for me as a parent because she basically said, hey, you know, your kids are going to get mad at you, but that's okay. They'll forgive you later on for not letting them have X, the phone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was really helpful for me personally as a parent. Her main point was don't give your kid a, a phone until high school. Right. Don't do it. And and just basically say, hey, if you need to give him a phone, give him a flip phone. And I was like, good. I mean, because I've been hearing more and more of this. So I, I feel I, I feel like somehow as a parent that it's allowed me to say, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to give you a phone. You're going to hate me, but my job is to take is to protect you. And if, if you hate me because of that, so be it. But I really thought that she had some, I mean, she clearly has been writing about this. She's written a number of other things and books about this idea. I thought what was really interesting about this was that a Gen Z or a Zoomer was sort of the voice of reason. 
that that, that she, in a sense she was speaking to her own people. It, it was like, yeah, she's writing it for all of us, but she's really speaking to her own people saying, hey, here's the deal. This isn't good. We have the highest amount of mental health problems. You said once, she's like, hey, if everything's so great, look at your wrists. Like basically saying that all these girls that have, or people have tried to kill themselves or cutting and all this stuff, saying that, that obviously if you've got this many people out there that are hurting, that what you're doing isn't working is what her point is. But she, you, you gave those little things about monogamy is outdated and all the little that quips that people have said, you know, said basically about faith. It's like, Hey, you know, I don't go to that boring old church, by the way, what's your star sign? Everybody's seeking something, including Gen Zoomers. And she's basically saying, look, some of this stuff that those old boomers that told you that gave you a little bit of wisdom wasn't wrong. Some of it wasn't wrong. It doesn't mean that you can't look at everything and, and kind of inspect it, but not everything that is old is terrible. I think that's what I kind of got out of it. I would agree with that. And I think her premise is written for Zoomers and her generation. I think she does a good job of that. She doesn't give it answers. She's making, to me, just a giant proposition. But what she doesn't do, which I'm not saying she should have, is reach out to parents like me. I've got three kids. And my job is perpetually to tell them to get off their device. Perpetually. Now, she does give me this freedom saying, like, they're not going to hate me for saying get off your devices. But it does get ginormously annoying when all I'm saying out of my mouth is get off your devices, which I do feel like I'm saying all the time. But I think that she gives you permission to do that and to say, hey, you know what? They're going to resent you for it, but that's it. She said, uh, I th- it just gets annoying though. It gets annoying. I get her point. I, I know, but what, I mean, what, uh, what else is your answer as the parent? You, it, it might be annoying. I, I hate having to have stupid arguments with my kid all the time, but the bottom line is I'm the adult and they're the kid. And that's the way it is. Yeah. That's what we signed yeah. up for. And that's what her point is. That's what she signed up for as a parent. You got to deal with this. Said one thing mm. I thought was interesting. Said the suicide rate for teen girls is now the highest it's ever been, not just yeah. in the U S but Horrible. in all main English speaking nations, which I thought was yeah. interesting. All main English-speaking nations, I don't know if there's any correlation on that, something happened to Gen Z. I heard an interesting, somebody referenced an article, and I was like, God, I want to find that. It was about how psychologists, people that study societies, have decided or are starting to move towards the place of, we need to stop labeling generations. It started with Gen X. Like nobody, mm. nobody labeled like boomers. They just it sort of I think came out of, maliciously. No, no, I don't think they are either, but they were saying it's not helpful because not every... Gen Zer is exactly the same. Not every millennial is the same. Not X. Oh boy! Now we're digging into the data again. No, no, oh, we're boy. not digging into the data. Listen to what I'm trying to say. Is that I think what she's trying to do is talk about a societal whole. So it's not just like, oh, it, this is for any of us that are connected into social media or or phones or whatever. But how do we? So if we're always on our phone, if you and I are always on our phone, it's hard for us to tell our kids not to be on our phones. That's my point to it. I think that she's speaking to all of us to a certain extent of like, Hey, examine you're big on the examining thing. You constantly kick me in the nuts on the, are you examining what you're doing? Sometimes to the point where I want to punch you in the face. Well, let me just say it. you do a great job of, because we've had a lot, couple of heated uh, podcasts <laughs> and you've done a great job being like, I'm doing this, but anyways, you're doing a great job. I listen to what you say, but my point okay. is, I think Good. she is speaking to this idea that we're all sort of in this and that there's something very, very wrong with her generation. And she pinpoints it to the phone. And I thought that was, I'm like, you know, I don't know what her, what her, you know, bona fides are on this, but I didn't disagree with her. 
I don't know if I'm disagreeing or agreeing with you, but if I was raised today, I would be addicted to my phone as mm -hmm. well. Because when I was a kid, all we had was like Tecmo Bowl and Atari. <laughs> I freaking used to love playing that game. So it's any era that you're in, these right. te technology, is, they know how your brain works so they get you. I guess this is sort of it. I know that I'm very addicted towards video games. I love video games. Totally. We love video games. And I have had at period different times I'll buy a console, a video game console. I'm an adult, yeah. I'm a grown man, I can buy the games and afford them yeah. and do whatever. But what I have okay. found is that I cannot control myself, bro. I, and as a grown man, I cannot yeah. control the time. I yeah, spend. you can't. Kids, so the only can't. so the only thing I can do as a grown up is just not, not have it. And that's yep. that's the point. Like I'm basically stopping myself as an adult from doing it. What do our kids do when they can't stop themselves? Well, I was thinking that was like. Well, if I told my kids they couldn't have a phone for the weekend or they could, they would be like their friends would call them like lepers. Like we, we, we've, the, the system is so designed for them to have their device that you're screwed. No, if I, now I could do it. I could give a tech. I could, I could, hey, wife, we're not going to have phones for the weekend. My wife might be a bit of a trouble, but you can't do it with teenagers anymore. Part of their extension of them is the phone. Listen to what she says in this article. She says, if there's one thing I've learned from talking to my fellow Zoomers is that we almost unanimously recognize the damage our smartphones have done. I have never heard someone say, I still hate mm. my mom for not letting me get a phone until I was 13. So I would I would push back. I think she would push back on you, Larry. It's like, maybe an experiment in your family is to say, you got to get your wife to buy in because she'd be the stumbling block. She's not buying it. She would be so pissed at you for even asking yeah, that. I but agree. But to say, hey, we're going to give up the phones for the weekend. And just try it one time. Could you do it as a family for one one weekend? Because, by the way, that may be the only time in their entire life that that happens. So that may yeah. be just an incredible gift you give them. And you got to get your wife on board with that. But that might be what has to happen. All right. So we do have a new saying on the show that I was revealing, waiting to reveal for you. It's oh. BFTW. Brandon. I forget what the F is. Changes the world with with his rules. I, that's basically Brandon's rules. Brandon's rules for changing the world. One of them would be you, we're, get, we're banning social media. Brandon's rules that are never going to happen. We're going to ban right. social media. So I think the point is you can't go backwards on this. No, can is that this is it. But you could say for a weekend as a father, as a parent, if you both agreed, hey, we're giving up this phone. I mean, if you could get your wife to agree with that, you could do that. What what I think here's the problem that I think it is, and I I think my kids are a good example of this. My kids love to play. Like we're out at the beach, we're playing basketball or biking. They're all in with the activity, but you give them ten seconds of pause, and they're staring at the phone. Yeah. So I think it's the pause that's the problem. Like I think kids can be human beings can be into things, but when we're bored and we have to think for five seconds, that's when we start scrolling on the phone. That's the problem. Yeah, I thought a lot that because I know you've hit that a bunch of times, and I've really pondered that because I'm like, gosh, I find myself doing that. I'm in the store, in the line at the store, and I'm like bored or whatever. Yep. And, yep. and I, I don't know what the solution to that is. Is it just not to have the phone? No, it's to literally stare at the checker. It's to literally stare at the other. I. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you I'm do with your brain during that time? I'm just. I don't know. I'm just like. I'm thinking. I'm trying to like release all the thoughts, put them down the river, and just stare and be bored. Okay. And. That's it. Then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a um, a one month trial on the pol uh, as on the Smarticle podcast. I'm going to say that I am going to do it to do my very best that during those downtimes that I will not reach for my phone. Uh, it's, I'm only one person. 
but I do, but I really, really want a better world for my daughter. I want a better world for your kids and for all our kids. And so maybe we just take it one little thing at a time. And that's what I'm going to do. Wow. I don't know this new Brandon who doesn't just say I'm banning social media when I become king of America and instead I says, I'm going to take a tiny step well, if I to was make king of America, my I world. I mean, it's so, I don't know this new Brandon, should be by the way, I also don't know this Brandon who doesn't instantly disagree with the premise and allows for a discussion to back and forth. I don't know. So this Brandon, I'm wow. so thankful. That I don't know this to- Larry that's sarcastic and uh, jumps all over people. You do know sarcastic Larry because uh, this awful. is me all the time. My authentic self is sarcasm. Brandon. Okay. All right. Well, Larry, so, I, I would like to have all of us take 10 seconds instead of getting on their phone. Well, actually, you probably need to do it on your phone, but write a review about the show. Go on Apple Podcasts nice. and write a review. We've do gotten it. some great reviews. It's super helpful to us. We love doing the show, even when we have hard days where we fight with each other like a couple of <laughs> cats. But oh. we love doing the show. We want you guys to subscribe. We hope you enjoy it. Larry, thank you for teaching me today. 